0: I'm Kristen and I'm Bethany and this is looking for the middle Christian girls guide to modern dating we are just two single girls trying to figure out how to date well as Christian women yep and today we brought in the experts because they figured out how to do it yes they did (laughs) we are in part three of our series on online dating And for those of you who have been listening since season one, you've heard me talk about my best friend, Melanie. And my sister. Yes, quite often. And she's finally here with us with her husband, Trey. So say hi, everyone. Hello. Hi, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be fun. It's going to be so much fun. So we wanted to have them on here just for them to share their story. They met online a few years ago. Hello, 2016. 2016. has okay. so been a couple years. Yes, so they're going to kind of tell us more about their story and, and what worked well like, oh, my dating never works, Ralph. It work. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to get into all of those fun details, but first, Bethany has the question of the day, and Which we're all four going to get to answer it. Everybody's going to answer Okay, so, if you could instantly become an expert in something, what would that thing be? Anyone? I need time to think. Okay, Kristen. I'd say writing. Okay. Well, you, are, you already know, but I'm not, not really an expert no, though. Does, Can I does, not say no, no, Something that? Something that, that you have to be a with singer. That. I would want. I would want to sing because oh, I mean, I'm really like basically you. tone deaf. Or playing the piano. Something oh, that'd musical. be a good one. I'd rather. I want to be really good at it. I am not. That's a good one. Trey.
1: I pass. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay, you can pass. for a minute. Okay, no, we're back to I you. I
0: to say in the entertainment field, I would like to be an expert dancer. Oh. Like,
2: ballerina? I don't
0: dance. No, like all dance. All the time, like Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. I'd love to see you like do um, like hip hop dancing. I that is like my dream. <laughs> yes. I would love to. <laughs> you remember that step Break class, class you did at that time dance in the living room with Jane Tatum on step up? That oh, was yeah. awesome. <laughs> But you could be my too. <laughs> okay. Nice, nice save. save. Nice <laughs> save.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, Trey. Back you to you. Get, uh, expert in anything. I'm boring though, cause I'm the guy. Like I'm thinking practically, not fun. Um, I'm thinking <laughs> That's things okay. with work. Um, I say maybe woodworking. Oh. That's that way so it can be fun and I could make that's money. A good so. one. That's really smart.
0: I like that. I like that. You could. Well once like- you do that, let me know and I'll buy something. Yeah, seriously. makes <laughs> me like a barn door or something oh, when I get a house yeah. one day. Okay. So let's kind of start at the beginning. Well let's start with wait. so where where are you guys at now? Tell us where you live, what um what life looks like. Just a quick intro to you guys. We live in Gainesville, Florida, and we live in an apartment with your adorable with our puppies. Two dogs. If you hear one of them jingling around, Ramsey's here with us. Yes, we have Riley, who is a golden retriever, and Ramsey, who's a, a miniature dachshund. They are best friends. Um, <laughs> I work from home for a fitness club, and
1: and I do tech support for enterprise software
0: yes okay. so smart people things Yeah, <laughs> we're actually really spoiled because we both have really flexible work schedules so we spend a lot of time together and have a very stressful life so that's good that's nice um, i'm very jealous that you can to work from home <laughs> okay so going back to the beginning yeah okay. so let's talk about first like and y'all can answer this separately but why did you both decide to get online and which platforms did you use? Let's talk about that, too. Me first? Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, well, I a little history with me. For years, I was against online dating. Uh, I thought it was uh, kind of dumb. And But then you get to a place where you realize, like, where I was in life, I wasn't really meeting new people. Um, I was in my church. I was at my job. Like, that was kind of my life. And there just wasn't anybody around that I was meeting. So I finally decided to try it. I really only ever was on, uh, eHarmony, so, which is where we ended up meeting. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that was me.
0: Okay, and Mel, what about you? Okay, I pretty much the same, same thing. We were in a church. There were some guys, but wasn't going anywhere. Wasn't interested in really any of them, or if I was, there wasn't mutual interest. I was out of college, I had my job, and wasn't really meeting people in the grocery store or the gym. <laughs> That's creepy these days. <laughs> so, um, I actually met somebody, a girl who had met her husband online, and she pushed me to get online, and mainly eHarmony. I think I joined another one, but I can't remember which one it Aren't was. you on Christian Mingle for a little bit? I think so. I think so. I know I did too. I can't remember the second one. But eHarmony I think was it my was. favorite.
1: Not a sponsor. Um, no. <laughs>
0: but if you want to, eHarmony, we, we
1: are open. All for it.
0: <laughs> but anyway, so yes, uh, we met on eHarmony. So how long were you guys on there before you started talking to each other? Because some people think, okay, I'm going to get online, and in two weeks, I'm going to be with the love of my life. For Like, it doesn't no. work like that. And I know that can be discouraging for people. So how long did it take you guys to actually be talking to each other? So, I think I was on for about close to a year, I think. of There were times where I was more focused on it and not focused on it, but I met several guys um, on several first dates, and there weren't second dates. <laughs> which was just dis- not discouraging, but every time I would leave and think, this is what I thought online dating was going to be, and thought that I might want to give up, but I didn't. But I did meet one other guy before Trey and I met and we didn't really date but we talked for a few months and it just didn't work out and then pretty soon after that I met Trey how long had you been on there
1: I had been on it for about three or four months maybe okay oh Um, you didn't
0: have to wait as long well
1: but that's where I will caveat with saying I actually went through because I am somewhat of a nerd, uh, went through <laughs> and calculated my response rate. <laughs> and
2: oh my word, that's, awesome. that's so
1: funny. I think I can I was coming in around two percent. Wow. Um, oh my so gosh. it was it was a little tough. Uh I had two other girls that I actually met and went on dates with. Uh one I felt really bad because she was really into it and I wasn't. Yeah. Um, the other, it was, it seemed really good mutually, but she was very busy with work and it just didn't work out. Um, And then not long, I think not even a month, month and a half later is when Melanie and I started talking. That's so
0: cool. I had no idea you calculated your response rate. That's actually kind of smart.
1: I'd be be scared to do that.
0: I'd be like, 0.23% I am a loser. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh. Okay, so then when y'all did start talking, who started the conversation? Well, and walk me through to, I've been on Harmony, but, yeah, been on e- but if people haven't, like, what is the progression of communication look like? Who started? We'll just start with that, yeah. and then we'll keep okay. going. You would do better.
1: Okay, so the process was you send, like, a, a questionnaire, more or less. It's not free form messages. So then the other person gets the chance to respond. You do that a few times, and then if you want to go into free form messages, you can. So that's how it started for us. Melanie actually messaged me first.
0: Okay, I initiated. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, it's funny because I remember exactly when I got the first message. It was a Sunday morning. I was at the gym. Uh, I remember exactly where I was. I think I was doing like core work. And so yeah, that was we yeah, got the first message and. Started talking back and forth, which is a pretty funny story. So, Ooh, I like oh right? yes, funny
0: stories.
1: So we yeah, so we started talking that Sunday, it was June fifth. Oh wow, um, I am I'm so impressed, impressed with your memory. So, I'm majorly impressed. impressed. Yeah. Um, so got the message, responded back, and actually, I mean, talked a pretty good bit on Sunday. But then I can't remember if it was Sunday night or Monday night. Uh, I stopped getting responses, and I was like, okay, like she's probably busy. When a day goes by and man, like haven't got anything yet. <laughs> I'm like, this is kinda no. tough. So then another day went by and still nothing. So in my mind, I'm like, man, like it was a free communication weekend. So I was like, oh, she didn't pay for the ability to message people, so she's just talking for free, and I'm gonna have to wait for another free communication weekend to continue Aww. talking to this <laughs> So I had kind of more or less given up hope, um, about by Tuesday or Wednesday that I'd hear back from her anytime soon. So I'll let her So
0: my, I don't think I know I this story. I don't think I know this story, <laughs> story either story. Like you said, June fifth. Sunday night. Sunday was when we started talking. Well, guess what was Monday? What started Monday? That happens every year. That I helped you with every year. Oh, it's my fault. Oh, it's yeah. BBS vacation Bible school. Yes. So we, Bethany, you ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> they're very so At the time, I was living in Georgia. I lived though in an area that was about thirty minutes from my work, which was about another thirty minutes from our church. So I worked until about two or three, and because of traffic in Atlanta, at, Atlanta traffic. yeah, there was no point in me to go home and then come all the way, try to get all the way back to church for VBS, because our VBS was in the afternoon. So every day for a week, I was going to work at seven o'clock in the morning, going to a park, I would go for a run or something, and then I'd go straight to VBS to help get set up, and then we would go to dinner or whatever with friends afterwards, go home, do it all again. So I don't think I messaged you again until Saturday. Oh my gosh, oh, She waited the whole no. week! guy's mean, just <laughs> sitting
2: there like, uh.
0: ugh. <laughs> um, I mean, as y'all know, obviously, it worked out fine. But um, I just kind of messaged and said, so sorry. Um, we had BBS all week and I was really busy. Because, you know, like when you're first talking and we were sending long messages because mm. we kind of hit the ground running as far as, theological talk and where we were in our walks with the lord and so it wasn't something where you can just say oh today i did this this and this and not have to actually sit and really think about it and so i just didn't have the mental capacity to sit and say i didn't want to just like run over it and not seem like i was interested but then i guess i kind of uh, (laughs) (laughs) seemed i wasn't interested because i didn't respond at all well there's Um, kind of two different kinds of or at least in my experience (laughs) communication, when you get to that, like, free form, there's one segment that's, like, basically, like, texting, but you're just using an app, a different app. Like, it's yeah. the, hey, how are you? Fine, how are you? How was your day? Like, that, mm-hmm. and then it kind of progresses <laughs> to the more serious. Or, you can kind of treat it more like an email-type communication, where you're sending those longer ones, which it sounds like what you guys did. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which I like better, I think. Yes. It, I feel like I, I would like that, yeah. too. It was always weird to me to talk to a guy a little bit, and then all of a sudden just turn into this, we're talking every day, and how was your day? Oh, I went to lunch here. Oh, (laughs) at work, this. It's like, I don't even know you, and I want to get to know you. But there's also the other extreme of the first message. When did you become a Christian? And, well, that's not a bad question. No. Uh, But... All this stuff where it's like, don't you want to know about my family and where I live yeah. and what I do and those kind of things? So it's happy medium. Yeah. But I will also say, going into how how the conversation started, EHarmony has I don't know if they still do. They had a um, I forget what it was called now. Uh, kind of a list you could go through every day of matches that didn't quite. Oh, oh uh, yeah. Oh, what if? Yeah, the what if. if what yeah, the what, if, what if category. And um, so. I always looked through there because personally, I didn't want somebody who had everything in common with me. I wanted somebody who we weren't the exact same person. Because what in the world? Why would you <laughs> want to meet someone that's you? But anyway, <laughs> it also gave me more options. So, Let's
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. um, be real. Yes. Put that 2% <laughs> response <rate. laughs> Yes,
0: I was looking through that, and I, that's how I found him. And from his side of the story, he had just changed his distance
1: um yeah that you're like it was a requirement that you say i want this person to be within like so many miles of me right. and once i looked at my two percent response rate i thought i might <laughs> want to bump that up
0: so. <laughs> what can i adjust yeah. yeah and i don't think we said this i lived in georgia as we said we live in florida now trey is from florida so when he changed his distance settings he popped up on my page because we were now close enough to be a potential match. Okay. So, caveat there, don't limit yourself and think that distance is too much of a factor. Which I know I, we're going to get to that later. Yeah, we'll but, talk more yeah. in detail about it. Okay, so so after you started talking, so Mel initiated that first part. So when y'all went, we were going to move from online to talking on the phone. And in person, did you continue to initiate that? No. Pretty much after that, Trey was gung-ho, um, <laughs> let's talk every day.
1: Well, to be fair, I was gung-ho from the beginning, <laughs> I was left <laughs> hanging, <laughs> so. Okay, <laughs> I'm never going to live this down.
0: So Probably not. We're only a year in, but I can already see <laughs> this being in. So then how long did y'all just talk through the app before you started, like, before you gave him, like, y'all exchanged numbers, before you started talking on the phone, before you met in person? Like, what did that timeline look like?
1: I don't remember those specifics. <laughs> but I think we we talked on eHarmony for maybe a, a week or two, and then we started texting, and then we would talk on the phone a little bit. And I think that was that was probably within a couple weeks. And then we would have a we had Skype dates um, so we could actually see each other because um, there's so much that's lost in conversation when you can't see facial expressions and you can hide behind you know. Nothing. Well, so.
0: and from a girl's perspective, I know if you've tried online dating, the first thing you want to hear is their voice. Yes. Their voice is a huge indicator to whether they're just weird or <laughs> yes. whether they have weird little, I don't know. No, I totally I'm get that. weird about it, but the, their voice is a huge, like, I'm moving forward with this or this is no longer possible. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. I, it's true. <laughs> There's there been so guys true. in the past that I've talked to online and we've just been messaging or texting and I've. Known enough to be able to find them on Facebook. Uh-huh. And so I've, then you go find videos. I have gone and found videos to see what they felt like. And I'm like, okay, yeah. okay, I can work with it. Yeah. yeah. If you sound like you've been sucking helium for three days, I don't yeah. really want to keep talking <laughs> no. to you. Yes. Not That's really. probably really shallow. No. So, yeah, I don't remember specifics either, but you passed the voice test. I, I, I know that <laughs> as a habit, I tried to talk on the phone somewhat quickly because if you're just texting, you have no idea really anything. I mean, you're learning some stuff, what they're saying, that they're thinking out on this phone that they're texting. But yeah. Anyway, so I think we talked on the phone pretty quickly, and then we Skyped pretty quickly. We met within a month of each other in person. Um, yeah. So I, don't know, it was I that think quick. that's good. Yeah. Especially, especially the going from just talking online or texting to on the phone. I feel like it's quicker... Be- quicker. It's better to do that quicker mm-hmm. because if you don't, it adds to the awkwardness a little because you feel like you yes. know this person really well, mm-hmm. but you've never even talked to them. So I'm people can sometimes say, "Oh, you have to be careful with giving your information out, giving your number out." I don't mind as much. Yeah. I'll give myself a number out pretty quickly with the thought being, if they're a weird creeper, I block them. Yeah, yeah. like you give yeah, your definitely. phone number out for everything. Yeah, you go into a store to give it to a stranger mm-hmm. so they give you points to buy stuff. So yeah. I don't think it's that big of a deal. So long as you're not giving out yeah. your address and where you live and all of that kind of stuff, well, I, I think the, you're
1: okay. And I know for us, uh, we were, from the time that we started those, you know, prefab messages that they gave us, we were pretty intentional in saying, like, look, like, we're looking to get married. We, like, aren't looking to just, like, play around. Um, and, like, yeah, like, date for months or, or date for years <laughs> or date for months yes
2: I've got two <laughs> weeks let's go yeah. <laughs> this free communication is in two days yeah. so let's decide yeah.
1: this isn't a homework yeah so. hey 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 <laughs> Too soon, <laughs> um, oh but no. So that helped us like speed up like what we were gonna do, and we probably would have met sooner. Um, but she was out of town for Fourth of July, so that kind of slowed things down a little bit.
0: Gosh, Mel, you're uh, just really putting a I
1: kink in things. Made
0: him work for it. Oh my <laughs> gosh, I will. I do want to give Trey props though because. For their first date, y'all can go into details about this. I was so impressed. He drove all the way from Florida to like our hometown to meet her. Which in is how many hours? Six, six hours, six hours yeah. for a first. And I was like, "This guy, like, this yeah. is yeah. legit." And I was so impressed. I'm like, the bar just got raised yeah. as far <laughs> well, as like it's like we've talked about those first date and those early things set patterns and mm-hmm. precedents, and you can see character even in just those things. Yeah, so it matters. Yeah. Also, I thought Melanie had been abducted about halfway through the date because the, the date lasted, what, like eight hours oh, or oh something? No, was, twelve. Was it twelve? Yeah. yeah it like y'all were together all day. Together. And at one point, one of us had lost service. So I'm texting Melanie and my messages are green. She's not responding. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Okay. Like, I'm sure she's fine. Like, I'm sure he's a nice guy. Like, all this stuff. <laughs> Which let's well, talk for a second. What was mom's advice to oh, you? Oh I'm yeah. Okay. This Can was you go to funny. This is a funny story. Um, I'm getting ready to leave, and yes, like Kristen said, Trey was super nice, he drove all the way to my hometown, and he got a hotel to stay that night, so we knew I did not stay with him, <laughs> um, I don't <laughs> think I need to make that, that, it's, um, Clean. I can't think of words to all the this, but anyway, <laughs> words. Uh, can't even words. Um, so, he drove all the way, and I was getting ready to leave, and at the time I lived with my parents, and... My mom was in her room getting ready, and I went to tell her I was leaving, and she said, okay, um, well, are you going to be getting in the car with him? And I said, well, I don't know, Mom. We kind of left the day open so that we could, if we really enjoyed each other, we could spend a lot of time with each other and do things. And she said, okay, well, if you get in the car with him, I want you to send me a picture of his license plate, (laughs) the make of his car, color... (laughs) I guess that's all it is. But anyway, yes, the picture of the license plate was the worst part. So, <laughs> so we're Did already, you do it? Yes. We're, <laughs> already, we're already about to meet, and for the first time, and it's awkward. It's that, do I give you a hug? Do we shake hands? That would be weird. Or do we not do anything at all? And I gotta think yeah, it, I'm on so, the online first date one. Oh, me, that's the most awful. awful thing it's like, ever. Okay, I'm gonna leave now, but. <laughs> <laughs> Oh I have something. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we did hug. And then I backed away and said, would you mind if I took a picture of your license plate? Which I've gotten so many people say you should have just snapped it real quick. I am not a very um, inconspicuous person. And I'm very awkward. So I asked to make it even more awkward. and But he was very nice. My mom did say that if he had a problem with that, I should not get in the car with him. There is truth to that, but she didn't understand the immense embarrassment that came from asking that. But he said he was fine with that, and he even said if he had a problem with it, I shouldn't get in the car with him. So another Wait for him. already another checking the boxes, boxes. <laughs> Box checked off the list. That's awesome. So okay. and then just sorry, one more thing. Give us like a quick overview. How long did y'all date before you got engaged, and then how long was your engagement? Yeah, I all the dates. Yeah, Trey, you're yeah, like, I remember like all
1: the dates, okay. but I mean we. So we we met in July of 2016, uh, or met like in person. Um,
2: yes.
1: And then by probably September, we were like, "Yeah, we're gonna get married." Like we just knew. Because um, that was another—we like, just weren't looking to like wait around. Like we knew, like that's what we wanted. So uh, I think she's probably the first one that mentioned it to her dad. Not because I wasn't willing to or didn't want to go to him and you know ask permission and talk but just because of the distance it made it a little hard because at that point we were kind of alternating weekends on who was driving up or who was driving down so that's just how it happened. I
0: also can't keep secrets so (laughs) I just tell things.
1: (laughs) So yeah around September he found that out and obviously that I don't know if it concerned him but he didn't know me very well and so he wanted to get to know me. So we spent the next few months getting to know each other a little better. Uh, I actually had the opportunity to live with her grandparents, uh, who live not very far from her parents where they live now and where she lived at the time, uh, from January to February of 2017. So it gave us an opportunity to actually see what a regular dating relationship would look like, everyday contact, let me get to know her dad better, Um I went ahead and bought a ring um, which
0: I had to keep a secret for almost <laughs> 6 months. Oh Sorry my gosh, that. I'm such a horrible liar too so it was I like, had no idea. Oh my I had gosh.
1: no idea. Like, yeah. So, yeah, we that was really good for he and I to to get to know each other, have some have some hard conversations, but it all worked out. And then all the way up to May of 2016. So we're almost a year in at this point. He gives me permission that next weekend I proposed, so we dated for, you know, 11 months, and then proposed, and then we were engaged for six months, six and a half months. Yep,
0: because we have like. our wonderful wedding planner here, my <laughs> sister, who I hardly did anything to plan the wedding. You know, it really comes down to it. I picked out my dress. But even then, <laughs> Bethany and Kristen and my other sister, Lindsay, were all there telling me, yes, that's the one, that's the one. and <laughs> my mom. Day, so really within... Funny. A year and a half, y'all went from met to married. Yep. Yes, okay. we got engaged a little, a little less than a year after we met, and then married six months after that. So. I feel like that's a great timeline. I think so personally. Too. Yeah.
1: And to be honest that was a lot longer than i wanted (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm sure i mean goddess is perfect in his timing so
0: and like everybody said in that time while we were impatiently waiting is that when you look back it will seem like nothing and it's true Mm -hmm. i don't even it was all a blur but anyway (laughs) so going back to while you were dating or about to be dating what would y'all say trey we'll start with you on this what would you say was the most awkward part about moving from online to in-person. Like, what were some of the awkward things that y'all ran into that you would say, just keep going? Like, there's going to be awkward stuff. So what are some things that might be specific to online?
1: That's a good question. I can't think of anything that's, like, crazy. Like, nothing jumps out at me. Um, There is just that general awkwardness of going from online interaction to in-person interaction. So maybe just learning your little tics and your quirks and facial expression and all that. But I think the having Skype dates really helped because it's kind of a, a half-step between online and in-person, so you yeah. already know some of their personality a little bit better. That's a really good point. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, the most awkward thing was, do we hug, do we do <laughs> shake yeah. hands, or, you know, taking pictures of license plate. <laughs> but that's an extremely <laughs> specific scenario, so... <laughs>
0: For email, that was awkward. I would agree with that. I think the most awkward part is the the initial, because you have this anticipation of eventually, from the first time you talk to them, if this works, I'm eventually going to have to meet them after only talking to them behind my phone screen. Mm -hmm. And yeah, Skype really helped, because there's definitely nervousness in the first Skype date, because you're sitting on your bed or in your couch and you're like, Okay, this person is about to pop up and we're gonna I meet and you do your hair and your makeup. And make sure, you're perfect for Skype, but. The right angle. Yes. And- <laughs> you pull up your uh, photo booth to make sure everything looks okay and then, yeah. okay, I'm good. Uh, but yeah, the initial physical face to face meeting is daunting for the, like, I was okay, and then the last five minutes of the drive, it's like, oh, my God. Okay, what am I about to do? <laughs> <laughs> but then once you get past that, like we said, we spent 12 hours together. The first yeah. day, we call, we say we had three or four dates within <laughs> our first date day. Mm-hmm. Um, which you kind of have to with the distance. Yeah. You know? so, it's will... gets expensive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do want to say, you made me think, um, just kind of piggyback on that, like comparing the other two people that I went on dates with, it uh, was never anything serious. I can't say that I dated them. The Skype made it so much easier because my biggest thing there was this kind of an insecurity of like, oh, like what if they actually see me in person and they don't like what they see, and like then it's just completely awkward. And so having that took away that you know second guessing or that worry that she's going to see me, and then, like, oh, like, you completely misrepresented yourself, and I don't want anything to do with you, so. That's really that's a really good because point. Because you
0: always. I feel like that's a constant, like, question people yeah. go online, like, okay, what if these pictures are ten years yeah. old? Yeah, or especially, because, I mean, girls, I think, tend to filter things more, and mm-hmm. so I feel like that's almost more of a concern from the guy's standpoint, too, is, like, okay, when I meet this person, is she going to look anything like that, or has she photoshopped all of her pictures <laughs> to the extent that you know, I don't even know what she looks like, but I—I I never really thought about it from that standpoint. But it kind mm-hmm. of—it's a little bit of a validation of, yeah, okay, yeah, I still like you. That's—that's mm-hmm. that's that's really, point. yeah, mm-hmm. we really
1: smart. And I don't mean to turn this into the Trey and Melanie funny story. Oh segment, no, please, we love but... the, fun- oh, the funny this is the stories. story that I
0: think it is. I was going to find a way <laughs> about, to put it in here about your name. No. Oh, can we tell that so, story? Sure.
1: <laughs> this <laughs> going through her pictures on the yeah. Harmony. Oh, please, uh, I love this story. There, like, <laughs> There was one particular picture out of all of them that kind of just made me pause when I saw it, and, the and its
2: only- my favorite picture.
1: <laughs> so the picture was her uh, on a study abroad trip to Australia, and she's holding a koala, and her eyes—my
0: life dream. <laughs> oh, it's always doing.
1: And her eyes were terrifying. <laughs> they were large, and they were dark, and I I just knew, like, I can't date someone with crazy eyes, so if her eyes looked like this in real life, we were going to have problems. And I... This was actually almost a a showstopper in the beginning, but I was like, well, there's this only one picture where her eyes look that crazy, so we'll give it a shot, and thankfully when you hear it from her side, there is an explanation, so... I...
0: It was a study abroad trip, we had just gotten off a plane, I had been crying because I'm jet lagged, and this was my life dream, (laughs) I wanted to hold a koala bear, so I was crying because I was so happy... (laughs) I had two days worth of makeup on because I was just, I got to freshen up before I go get this picture that I've wanted for my whole life. (laughs) So like I said, it was ruined because, (laughs) but this was the professional taken picture and something about their flash did make my eyes look, I have blue eyes, but they made it look very dark. And so I, probably the tears. Like it, yeah, I don't know what it was, but, um, (laughs) I saw where he was coming from, but yeah. I love that story <laughs> like, Can, I, can yeah. you also just so to much. humor me Tell the story about the first time you said his name yes. Speaking of phone conversations Yes so whatever. Trey is a third And so he spells his name And this is just a nickname basically He spells it T-R-E-S As in Trace The yes. Spanish word Well for I, I know people named Trace And I always thought that was a cool name So I was like man this is a really cool name and so I'm telling all my friends, yeah, I'm talking to this guy named Trace and that's what <laughs> I everyone. thought his name was. <laughs> everyone thought his name was Trace. And you I mean, I'm always weird about calling people by their name. I don't know. It's a very weird quirk. Maybe nobody else has it. But you it's know, I know weird to finally say your name to you. You think it, but yeah, I, I get that. So I didn't say it to him for a long time. Not a long time; we have not met in person, but a couple weeks. I'm telling everybody this guy named Trace, and <laughs> finally one time on the phone, I said something about tr- Trace, and he said, "What did you just call?" Me? <laughs> and I said Trace, and he said, "My name is Trey." And I said, oh, <laughs> well, isn't that embarrassing? <laughs> <laughs> and so, anyway, yeah. Oh man, so many fun stories. Gosh, I love that story so much. Um, okay, so switching gears a little bit. Can you guys give some advice, um, and this applies to whether you've met online or not, but if you are trying to date long distance, like what worked well for you guys, what were some tension points you kind of had to overcome as you were dating long distance?
1: You want me to go or?
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, I think first and foremost, and you would think it would go without saying, but you need to really think about and consider if that's something that you want to do. So... If you're looking to talk to someone who lives four hours from you, are you willing to drive eight hours, like round trip, in a weekend or in a day to see them? Because if you're not, it's not going to work, and you don't need to do it. So that I mean, that's the first and most important thing. And then, as cliche as it is to say, communication is the most important <laughs> thing about long distance relationships because. That's all you have. And Um,
0: spoiler alert, um, that trend continues (laughs) into marriage and into everything. (laughs) Um,
1: Yeah, because I mean, that's, you know, we got to see each other, you know, every weekend or every other weekend, just about. But that was it. I mean, during the week, all we had was text messaging, phone calls, FaceTime, you know, whatever. So it's only communication. You're not bonding over putt putt or dinner like you have to learn how to talk to each other and to clearly communicate what you're thinking what you're feeling be willing to listen to them as they do the same it's it's not easy but uh communication that's the biggest thing
0: on that topic what are some things that you guys made a point of doing that you would recommend, whether it be, okay, we made sure we talked every day, or we made, like, what are some things y'all had for your relationship that helped with that communication that Um, can be a struggle sometimes? We scheduled our phone calls, so if we were going to talk on the phone, it was as if we were having a date, in the sense of, okay, if we said we were talking on Tuesday night at 7 p.m., that's as if we're meeting for dinner or coffee at 7 p.m., but we're just meeting on our phone. Um, so that helped because one one thing I struggled with was feeling like I had to talk to him all the time, but then being busy with other things still going on. And there was this feeling of feeling like I wasn't giving him enough, but if we scheduled it, then I could put that... I'm very much a scheduler so and planner, so if we could put that in, I could write it in, this is when I'm talking, then... I had that time where I could really fully devote to him. Um, and the one thing we probably didn't do very well until we realized we needed to do better with it was because it was just weekend getaways, basically. We wanted to spend all that time just the two of us. We wanted to, because we didn't get to see each other. And what we realized was our families wanted to get to know the other person as well. And so we had to be intentional about, and we didn't learn this right away, but be intentional about fitting in time to go to dinner with our family instead of just the two of us, even though we really wanted to just get to talk to each other. Um, so that was something we didn't do the best at, but I can definitely give advice to realize if, if you're close with your family and that's a factor in dating, fit that in. And I will say one of the biggest things at first was I felt guilty because he came to Georgia a lot more. Because, I know y'all talked about this in a previous episode, of just go live your life. Do the things you wanted to do before, um, even if you haven't met somebody yet. And I I had been wanting to get married since I was freshman year of college. <laughs> like, that was my life goal. I wanted to be married, and that was what got, made me to be a wife and a mom. And, well, that didn't happen right away. And so I decided, to, I got offered an opportunity to coach a volleyball team, which I didn't even play volleyball. So... This was interesting, but I did it because I loved working with high school girls, and I loved um, being a mentor, and I've always valued having a mentor, which I know Kristen has mentioned a lot, and I will second everything she said to it. (laughs) Um, But anyway, I had just started that. Well, lo and behold, I met Trey like two months into the season, and so every Friday night, just about, I had a volleyball match, and so it was either me driving Saturday morning and we have a much less amount of time or him driving and that too helped with his uh, points, I guess, or showed <laughs> that he was being intentional because he did not care. He never kept a tally of who had gone where however many times and he just came to see me when he could and took the opportunities he had to see me and knew that whenever I could, I would go there. So I was more in my head, keeping a tally of, I haven't been there enough and putting this pressure on myself of, I want to make it even. And he would always say, there's, this is not a competition. There's no (laughs) keeping track. And so anyway, that is something that if you are doing long distance, maybe have that conversation ahead of time that you're not going to let that be an issue, but that both of you are willing to be there when you can be, um, because your lives obviously don't just stop as soon as you meet somebody that's, lives in another state. That's one thing that I really admired, like, watching y'all go through your relationship is that it wasn't like, oh, everything has to be even. It's just, we just both want this. And so if there's a season where, like, hey, I need to go more, or hey, I need to go more now, I really admired that about y'all because it was, and I think that's something that I know I'm looking for, whether I date long distance or not, is do we both want this bad enough to do whatever we can to make it work? And I think that's something that's really important to look for when you are dating somebody.
1: I mean, any healthy relationship, like, the idea of keeping a tally is just kind of awful. Mm-hmm. Um, I, mean, like, <laughs> yeah. and I mean, especially, like, for us. Like, we were very intentional, like, about talking, like, you know, we want to get married. That's what we're looking for. And if you ever go into a marriage saying, like, well, th- these are the things I'm going to do and I'm going to do them this many times before you have to do this. Like, that's not a, like, a self-sacrificial, like, uh-huh. loving relationship. That's a transaction. Yeah. And that's not the way that God intended this to work. So. No, because in
0: day-to-day life, that'll translate into, I did the dishes the last three times, and you haven't done it in two weeks, and I did this, and I did that, and you're just setting yourself up for a lot of needless frustration, and like you said, that's not how God intended life to be, mm-hmm. and marriage specifically, not at all. So the one question that I think is on everyone's minds, <laughs> would you recommend online dating to other people? I mean, obviously we know it worked out, right. but, like, but would you recommend it? Yeah. I would, yes. I would recommend it to people who maybe were saying the same things I was saying when I decided to get on. That, and the same is trade, that they're established, they have a job, they're not meeting anybody in their new, they're not about to have any transitions where they're going to meet a whole new group of people. I would say if like your church has functions like single functions or small groups or something. And you aren't getting involved in those to do that first. Um, But if you are tapped out, there's no other (laughs) options. And yes, I would say, I think it's a great tool. Cause for me, the main thing was it took out the guesswork of, I didn't know if all these men were as serious about getting married as I was, but they were all looking for a, relationship (laughs) and yeah it took the guesswork out of okay i just met these guys but are any of them even at that point in life where they want to be dating um or when someone contacts you you're not going "Ooh, does he like me or is he interested or what's he why is he talking to me which you can kind of have in just day-to-day interactions you know oh this person is talking to me because they want to get to know me for the possibility of seeing whether or not this could go somewhere from that perspective so it does help with
1: that Yeah, Yeah, I think I would, I would say yes. And then caveat it with kind of the same thing that if you're in a place where you don't see any options coming along and you're not, you're looking to date and be married, you know, relatively soon, uh, whatever that looks like for you. And you don't see anyone new coming in to the picture in that time. Um, because, uh, You know, you're not just going to have somebody dropped on your doorstep. Like God, God is sovereign over dating, just like He is everything else. But that also means He's sovereign over online dating, um, just like He is meeting somebody. I think the one, you know, especially like with our generation and those coming up behind us, the one piece of advice I would give with it is think about where you're doing your online dating, um, not just if you're going to do it or not you're going to find people who are only looking for shallow relationships anywhere, but depending on where you do it, it's easier to filter those out. Uh, Mm -hmm. so there are certain dating apps that college students like to use on the weekends. (laughs) You're probably not going to find somebody there. Um, you could, but you're more going to have people who are just trying to, you know, have some short little fling and then
0: move on. Mm -hmm. So
1: keep that in mind too.
0: Yeah. I think the paid sites, Mm-hmm. are better. If you're financially invested, you're going to have a whole exactly different perspective that, on it. I yeah, that like. says a little bit more. So it sounds like both of you guys are saying, yes, but not necessarily as the first resort. Yeah, is yeah. That? Okay. and I would add one more thing that I thought of. If you if you just got out of a relationship or you've liked somebody for a really long time and they've, I mean, I know this is geared towards girls, so girls, I'm speaking knowing how our <laughs> minds work. If you have liked this guy for forever and you are just like, you know what, I'm done with this, I'm not waiting anymore, and you're trying to, online my date, to take it into your own hands, that is not right. Um yes. Because, like Trey said, God is sovereign over dating, God's sovereign, whether it's online dating or you meet some guy in the grocery store. That still could happen, I guess, even though for me, that would have just creeped me out. But <laughs> if if you go into it thinking that because you're online dating, you're making it happen and you're just going to find your own guy because you want to, that's not the right heart attitude to have. Um, And therefore I feel like even if you did find somebody, it might not work out very well. But um, if you're truly going on because you know that the Lord has given you a desire to be married and you are not meeting anybody and you feel like that's an avenue that obviously technology has given us that you could use, I think that that's fine. And, yeah, go for it. Yeah, that's great advice. I that sounds good. Okay, so my last question is cuz y'all, I mean, y'all been married for a year. So you are just had your first now, yes. <laughs> but you're not like too far removed from being single. So what how has the advice or your advice to single people changed now that you're married or that you've been married for a little bit? Like what would you tell single people? Like, what had you wished someone would have told you two years ago when
1: you were still single? Be intentional. That's the biggest thing uh, for me. Know your stage of life and know what it's going to require to be married. Dating isn't just a recreational thing. Uh, when it's treated like that, it's very dangerous. And that's how people get the emotional baggage that they have. And they have the hurt that they have to deal with for years. I mean, I know even just with myself, like there's stuff that I went through before we met that still like bothers me to this day. Uh, and I'm married, and the people that were involved in those situations aren't even a part of my life anymore. But there's still issues um, from that. So be be very careful. Uh, understand the weight of what you're doing and looking for someone to marry, and understand that that's the whole point. It's not just to have a friend who you can be emotionally intimate with above everyone else. Like that should be your best friend, preferably of the same sex. Um, but it's yeah. Intentionality is the biggest thing.
0: Mel again, speaking to girls <laughs> and knowing how their mind work. I, the Lord graciously showed this to me just through conversations I had with married women while training to dating it was, and my mom, we had lots of good conversations. We were going through some things where we were both really learning um, the sin patterns in our lives. And if you get to know somebody for very long, you can't avoid that because we're all sinners. But I realized that it's not about whether he perfectly does everything that I'm looking for. It's about when he does mess up or get frustrated or say something that I didn't quite like or whatever one how what is my attitude towards it because the lord's using that to conform me more to his image but two how does he respond to it because i can't expect him to be perfect but if the holy spirit is in him then he's going to be convicted of it and does he act on that conviction and i saw that in trey and very quickly i realized that growing up in our lives as girls we watch all these fairy tales we watch then we watch the Adult fairy tales and rom-coms, and when we're talking to our girlfriends and talking about what we want, we always talk about what we want to fit, like, well, I'm this way, so I need a guy that's this. Well, I had never thought about, well, I'm this way, so maybe this guy needs this. And so, as we were dating, it became clear that we have strengths and weaknesses, and those fit together well. And so, Don't look at a guy's weaknesses and think, well, that's why he's not ready or that's why he's not good enough. And there are some that, yeah, like you should have people that are getting to know him and listen to the people who know you and whether it's working out or not. But there's always going to be something that he's not perfect at. There's lots of things you're not perfect at. And so let that grow, both of you, and be willing to be a tool that God uses in his life just as much as you want him to use him in your life, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's the biggest thing. Don't hold on to the fairy tales, and don't <laughs> expect that it's gonna, you're gonna get this husband, and it's gonna make your life the way you wanted it all your life. Because it makes it wonderful, but it's not exactly how you picture it when you're talking to your girlfriends at your slumber parties. <laughs> 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 so, I think that is a really good piece of advice and a good note to end on. You I you? totally agree. I'm just really happy that y'all finally got to meet them because <laughs> we talk about them all the time. So this has been very fun for us. Yeah, and I hope y'all have enjoyed this. Doing this. Yeah, of course. Obviously. Loved having y'all. So as always, you guys, if you could be our best friends and go leave us a rating interview on iTunes, we would love you forever. And be sure to tune in for another episode next week. But until then, I'm Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle.